0: Hello and welcome to Season 3 of the Ease with Food podcast. My name is Shannon, I'm a registered nutritionist, nutrition counsellor and eating disorder recovery coach. I really love hosting this podcast because it gives me a lovely space to help people like you heal their relationship to food. We talk about all types of relationships to food in this podcast from binge eating and emotional eating to restrictive eating to bulimia behaviours. This podcast is definitely not a substitute for one-to-one support, but I do hope it will give you some actionable tips and give you a space to hear about eating disorder recovery, wellness, and anything else that might pop up. Please do subscribe to the podcast if you want to keep up to date, and I hope that you enjoy the episode. just finished eating a white chocolate Reese's cup and it was really delicious would definitely recommend them I've never seen them before but I got them from the little train station shop and they were really good so I'm well I just ate one and I'm drinking my coffee now and yeah really delicious if you see them make sure to get one um So as you can tell by the title, of course, today we are talking about the binge purge cycle. And I'm going to give you a few strategies on how you can break free from the cycle. Maybe even if you're not someone who identifies with the term binge purge, maybe there might be some like nuggets in here for you that would be helpful regardless. So let's like just dive in. And I guess I first want to say like what the binge purge cycle exactly is usually it's found in people who are struggling with bulimia but remember not everyone who like is struggling with bulimia or bulimia behaviors not everyone has a diagnosis or not everyone like fits into the perfect criteria so you might technically have all the symptoms of bulimia, but maybe you just have never gotten a diagnosis for whatever reason, or maybe you fit into another criteria better. Um, A common one would be fitting into the uh, eating disorder, OSFED, which is actually the most common eating disorder. Uh, If you've never heard of OSFED before, so it's O-S-F-E-D, I'll pop a blog post that we wrote in the show notes. Like I said, it's the most popular eating disorder, uh, popular as in like most common, not as in like whoop whoop, like popularity. Long winded way, let <laughs> me saying, in. Um, binge purge cycle is really common in people with bulimia, but also just with people with bulimia behaviors in general. What I mean by bulimia behaviors are really anything to do with purging. So we'll go through like a few of the nuances, but obviously this isn't like a clinical like training. And I can't go through like the the hundreds of different ways that it might present. So this is obviously just like an overview, but some of the purging techniques would be like vomiting or um, excessive exercise, using laxatives, diuretics. Um, Purging is really just any sort of compensatory behaviour. That term compensatory behaviour you've probably heard in the past and Really, these compensatory behaviours are in like a continuous loop because it's a cycle and they lead to, you know, physical and emotional distress. Um, maybe not in the beginning because some at some points in a binge purge cycle, it's kind of um, more up than down. I've had a lot of clients who when they're in, um, so it's almost like two phases right like maybe two sides of a coin like there's the kind of binge phase and then there's the purge phase you know I've had clients who have been in the binge phase and that's when they say they're in their like so-called bad phase and then they go into the purge phase and that's when they're in like a little bit more of a controlled space but then also at the same time I've also known people who they almost have like the two sides again one is binge and purge and then the other is like restrict and being good so I think it can present itself in loads of different ways and obviously like I said it's really like complex you know I know that something like uh, Instagram or just like social media it really paints a picture that things like the binge purge cycle or something that's also similarly named the binge restrict cycle I know that they kind of you know, pop it up on like a cute infographic. And it's like, this is what it is. And like, this is all you need to know. But, you know, something like the binge project cycle is, you know, it's like, it's a big deal, right? Like, it's not just kind of like something I can summarize in a few sentences, but hopefully you get the picture. And obviously if it's like something you're going through, you will definitely understand. Um. And so, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's these two kind of phases the binge phase and then the purge stage they can go they can be happening like at the same time like over you know a 12 hours like a couple of hours it can be going over like a few days a few weeks it really depends on the person and then often in the binge purge cycle there's also restricting going on sometimes not all the time but that can also be happening and of course, like all types of disordered eating, there's a root cause of it. A root causes something that's triggered it, something that's made it kind of have legs and like be able to be a part of your life. Well, while disordered eating can be for like a bunch of reasons, often it can be because of any of these reasons, which I'm going to go through. Um, so it could be like some psychological factors. So. It can be things like, you know, body image problems or dissatisfaction. It could be low self-worth, low self-esteem. It could be emotional difficulties like um, mental health concerns or stress. It could be um, traumatic experiences. Um, The binge purge cycle might be, you know, a way of you coping with this. Um, A big cause of the binge purge cycle is dieting and restrictive eating. So you know engaging in restriction either mentally or physically leads to feelings of deprivation and more often than not that can lead to some sort of binge eating, emotional eating or overeating and when you have all these other like causes combined then it kind of makes way for purging to happen too. Um. So often people will start Uh, binging in in the first place that was caused by restriction, and then it might move more into like a binge-purge cycle. Um, you know, purging is often used like maintain your body weight or to not gain any weight from the food that you've eaten. Um, not always. There definitely are other reasons that someone would purge, but you know, that's the main reason would be to um purge away any calories that you've consumed. So that's kind of the cycle that it usually goes on. And um, I'll give you like a bit of an insight into what the cycle would actually look like. So it more, you know, starts off with coming off of restriction. So, you know, whether that be like a diet or eating very little or trying to eat healthy. And then that kind of goes more into a binging cycle, which would be, you know, overeating or binge eating or like eating too much food or eating too much of a certain food. And I just wanted to add that that can either be um, like truly a high amount of food or it can be just like a perceived amount of food that's too much. So it really depends. And then to compensate for that food, then you go into the purging phase. And I mean, it really depends on the person, like I said, but usually it restarts over again. And within all of this, there's like shame, there's worry over your uh, physical and your mental health, there's secrecy, there's, you know, um, isolation, there's of different things that are happening, right? Um, and so... If you are going through being stuck in a binge purge cycle, I'm going to just briefly talk about some ways that you can um, like receive treatment for this just before I go into like any um, more like self-help strategies that you could be trying to implement. So how do you break free from a binge purge cycle? Well, ultimately, that question is how do you recover from an eating disorder Or, how do you recover from bulimia, right? So, the main approach for bulimia recovery is psychotherapy, uh, particularly cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, You've probably, you've definitely heard of CBT. That's kind of seen as the most effective method. Um, You know, I've definitely had clients who have had CBT for their, you know, purging behaviors. And it has helped them in some ways and then it's not helped them in other ways. Um, But, you know, CBT can really help you to identify and challenge like negative thoughts and behaviours that are like associated with this cycle. So, you know, for example, if a big trigger for the binge purge cycle is feelings of low self-worth, then CBT would probably be very helpful for you to... Um, challenge those thoughts so that you can let go of the behaviours. In the UK, which is where I'm based, you can find a CBT therapist on the NHS. So if you head to your GP, um, you know, obviously like you need to be comfortable speaking to your GP and all that kind of thing. But you can go to your GP and you can request therapy support and hopefully, you know, your GP will refer you for CBT help. Obviously, you can also go private if you're able to. Um, And then, you know, myself and all my team at Ease Nutrition Therapy, we are also all trained in CBT for eating disorders. We are more like an integrative practice, and we kind of weave CBT into all the other things that we help people with. So more like a blended method, but those are some ways that you might access CBT. Um, I just also want to give a shout out. a shout out to dbt which is dialectical behavioral therapy there's quite a lot of research and just like you know people like word of mouth kind of thing um people talking about dbt for breaking out of the binge purge cycle um dbt is basically like the big brother of cbt and what it does that cbt doesn't do is it teaches you more about emotional regulation and dealing with the stress and you might be thinking okay like what are what are these terms well emotional regulation and distress tolerance are ultimately how you cope when things are tough and I think this is like a really big root that's happening in people who are struggling with purging or people who have bulimia and so I would probably recommend maybe looking more into DBT and, you know, there are workbooks on DBT. Obviously you can have a DBT therapist or you can have, um, you know, a professional who's a therapist or, you know, like a nutrition counselor who's trained in DBT as, as well. Um, So I think that that would be beneficial too. And then of course there's things like um the work that we do it, use Nutrition Therapy, which is more like a blended approach to help you. Um, and then things like support groups can also be a really big role as well. So those are some of the kind of evidence-based um, ways of overcoming bulimia and the binge-part cycle. So hopefully that was helpful. Um, obviously, I'm now going to talk to you about other self-help strategies, but please know that the kind of most I guess, you know, safest way and most probably most beneficial long term would be having a really good professional who could like really help you. Um, So that would obviously be like a specialist in eating disorders. It can take a long time to recover, but, um, you know, I've definitely seen people recover and break free from the binge part cycle. So I hope that you do well on your journey as well. All right, so let's dive into some of the ways that you can like help yourself in the here and now. So I did mention the support groups, which you can find. um, I'm not the biggest fan of this charity, but I will tell you about it because I think it's one of the best options. The eating disorder charity in the UK, BEAT, they have like support groups that they run. Like I said, I'm not like the hugest fan of them for reasons I won't go into but they could be an idea for you. Um, There, I also mentioned dbt, which you can have like a workbook for dbt. If you literally just search, you know, dbt workbook, there's a really amazing one, which is, I think it's a purple cover with like um, a flower background. I will pop a link to it in the show notes so you can have a browse at it. And I think that would be really helpful if, you maybe have like a couple of hours at night to go through it. Um, I think it's like a fantastic resource. So that's what I would recommend. Okay, now let's go into some other like strategies that you can do um in the here and now on your own. Okay, so the first one you can probably guess is definitely self-care and self and stress management. So you know, often stress and A lack of self-care and a lack of that emotional coping that I spoke about. Usually those are like very prominent in people who are struggling with purging and binging. So, you know, I recommend focusing on self-care however you can and trying to take care of yourself emotionally. I know that is like really a difficult ask when you're stuck on this binge purge cycle, but try and find a point that you can start to implement some um, self-care. Even if it's after binging or after purging, it's still, like, going to be effective for you. Give me just a quick sec, because my little kitty cat is wanting out the room. So I'm just going to open the door. I know. Come on. Okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, my cat... <laughs> Obviously, cats hate being locked in rooms, so she's gone. Um, all right, tip number two, distraction tools will be really helpful for you. Distraction tools are quite similar to self-care and stress management, but I more think of them as a little bit more um, prescriptive tools that you can use. And I mean prescriptive in like the kind of most gentlest way possible. I think that they will be really helpful for you. They're basically like distractions that will stop you from either binging or purging. Um we have a free distraction guide which is like just a little it's like a three-page guide. So I'll pop that in the show notes for you to download as well. I would also be encouraging you to like build a supportive network. So I've obviously mentioned those support groups, but It might also be um, maybe reading about how other people have recovered from bulimia or being on the binge purge cycle. It might be maybe talking to friends who you might be able to confide in. Um, Like I said, if you want to go ahead for like CBT support, um, it might be like writing out all the things you want to say to the GP um, or even like book an appointment with the GP. Like these are all part of your support network. So um, I would probably go down the road of trying to think about building a supportive network for you. Next tip, which actually should probably be the first tip, is a big key to overcoming the binge purge cycle is you need to re-regulate your eating. So all these other things that I've spoken about, like challenging thoughts with CBT, emotional coping work, distraction, self-care, etc. Sadly, none of these are really going to be super effective, like 100%, unless you are adequately nourished. Because when your brain is not fed enough, or when you are going from like restricting to purging to binging over and over again your body is seriously stressed out um the way to regulate that is to re-nourish it so that's why working with um someone like us at Ease nutrition therapy we have like you know our amazing nutritionists and dietitians um, we can help you like re-nourish your intake so you know that would look like And obviously there's loads of nuances here and it's very different in, you know, one-to-one support. But that would look like three meals a day and three snacks a day. Of course, I don't know what your intake is at the moment. But what I can probably guess is when you are in the restrictive part, you're probably eating a lot less. And then when you're in like a binge purge phase, you're probably eating like more than that but maybe all towards like one end of the day, probably like the evening time. So a key part of recovery is having your intake be balanced throughout the day. And obviously this comes along with like things to do with weight gain, things to do with um, permission, things to do with guilt around food. So this is why it can be, well you know, extremely beneficial to have one-to-one support for this because it's a really, it's a really hard journey, but of course, you know, a worth it journey. So I guess those are all of my tips. Um, so I guess in summary, you know, at a point that you're struggling with binging and purging and you can't seem to get off the cycle where you're doing both, you just need to have like time, patience, resilience and know know that like reaching out for support or buying this dbt workbook that I'm going to link below like know that these aren't like a sign of you know weakness or that, that you can't like hack being on this cycle because a healthy relationship to food is definitely possible and actually impacts so much more than just like the food itself it will impact your social life your relationships your work your um just like how you feel about yourself right so with like the right tools with support you're able to break free from it definitely possible and I'm definitely going to continue talking about purging because I think it's a really underrepresented area of disorder eating, um and it's a lot more common than you think definitely a lot more common so I'm wishing you well. I hope that there was some nuggets and some helpful things that you can take away from this podcast. I'm definitely rooting for you in your recovery. And I'm also rooting for you even if you're not ready for recovery yet. That's also fine. Maybe you're just listening to this like, oh, let's see what she has to say, but I'm not going to change anything. That's totally fine too. Okay, I'm going to see you next week. I was going to tell you what the next episode is, but um, I can't remember. <laughs> So I guess I'll just see you next week. Bye-bye.